What's up, guys? Welcome to Season 1, Episode 38 of Dinner with the Healers. My name is Eric, and with me, as always, are my lovely wife, Amanda. Hi, guys. My beautiful daughter, Stella. Hi. And my super handsome son, Henry. Hi. Guys, we just got done watching Copycat. And I want to throw this out up front. Something sad happens in this episode. And if you remember watching this and this isn't the podcast episode for you to listen to, we totally understand. But anyway, we just got done watching Copycat. And Amanda, would you like to tell us what is going on at the beginning of this episode? We see Bandit waking up and there is Bluey on his bed. And she begins to copy every move and sound that Banda is doing. Oh, man. Oh, man. Huh? Are you copying me? Are you copying me? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Which I can't imagine was a very pleasant way to wake up. If you kids got any ideas of doing that from watching this, I would just put that away because you are going to be in big trouble. But Bandit does something to try to throw Bluey off the game. I am Bluey and I stink like a monkey's butt. I am Bluey and I stink like a monkey's butt. Well, good that we can agree on that then. That didn't seem to bother Bluey too much. Stella, what would you do if you were trying to copy me to make me crazy and I said something like that about you? What would you do? Would you say it or stop? I'd stop. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What about you, Henry? Would you keep copying me or would you stop? I'll super escape into my room. Okay. Well, that's fair enough. Stella, what do they do next? Bandit tries to embarrass Bluey when they go for a walk. How is he walking? He said he walks like people in the Olympics. Yeah, like a speed walker. And she doesn't care about that. She just goes ahead and does it. But I'm throwing this next one to Henry because I know this is one of his favorite subject matters to talk about. They run into their neighbor, Wendy, and Bandit plans to embarrass Bluey. And what does he do, Henry? So he says, good morning, Wendy. Did you know I like to smack my bum like this? And then he does it. Does he do it just once or twice? He does it twice. No, he does it a super long time. He definitely does it more than twice. And what's great is he's staring Wendy right in the eyes when he's doing it. (laughs) Amanda, what did Wendy think about that? She was quite uncomfortable, and she walked off. (laughs) (laughs) Without saying a word, she just walked. Yeah, and Bandit couldn't help but notice. Where were you on that one? But boom, Bluey's right back to copying him, and off they go. Well, something happens after this. Stella, can you tell us what happens? They find a tree, and there's a little hurt budgie under it. There's a hurt budgie on the ground, and Bluey is super upset. And Bandit says that they need to try to take care of him. And so he tells Bluey to go get a box and a towel so that they can put the bird in. And one thing I noticed is that when the action got serious, Bluey quit copying Bandit. 
because she knew that what they were getting ready to do was more important than her game. Amanda, what did they go ahead and do at this point? Well, Bluey got Dad a shoebox and a tea towel. Dad very carefully picked up the budgie, put it in the shoebox, and he told Bluey that we need to take it to the vet. So they get in the car, and Bluey's concerned because a seatbelt won't hold the budgie in. So as he's driving, Bandit has the budgie in the front seat with him, and he has his arm, his hand holding the box to keep it safe, and they go to the vet. Yeah. Well, once they get there, some of the things that we see come back later, so I mentioned them here. There was a guy in the waiting room who had a lizard with what, Henry? A bandage on it. On its tail. That's right. Very good. Well, something very sad happens, and the veterinary assistant comes back out to tell Bluey that she was very sorry, but the budgie didn't didn't survive. And Bluey was devastated by it. And when they cut away, they show Bandit talking to her through the window. You can't hear what he's saying. But it, it was a very tender, tender moment. And while they're driving home, Bluey asks if Bandit is sure that the budgie isn't going to get better. And he has to tell her, unfortunately, that, yeah, there's nothing we can do about it. Once they get home, Bluey is trying to process this whole thing. And like kids tend to do, they'll either just like repeat something over and over. Or in this case, she reenacts the entire thing. Amanda, you remember with the kids doing that where like something sad would happen and they would just bring it up over and over again, trying to like wrap their heads around it. Yes. But even though that could be really hard on us. Definitely. That's how kids cope with certain things to just try to get the understanding. Right. So Bluey copies everything that happened. She copies Bandit. Move for move as Bingo is the budgie. And they get it all the way to the vet. She says the things Bandit says. She does the whole hold the budgie in with her arm while she's driving and the whole bit. And the veterinary assistant, who was played by who, Henry? The mom. By Chili. She comes out. And Stella, what does she tell Bluey? The budgie lived. Yeah, the budgie lived. And I thought at this point that Bluey was recreating this so that she could get the ending that she hoped for. But what did she tell her mom, Amanda? She told her that, no, you're supposed to say that the budgie didn't make it. And Chili says, oh, well, maybe we should have let the budgie know that. Yeah, because Chili thought the same thing that we did, that Bluey was doing this to get the ending that she really wanted. This isn't how you wanted the game to go, is it? No. That's okay. There's nothing we can do. It's out of our hands. Hey, Bluey, I just realized you stopped copying me. Oh, yeah. Bingo didn't know the score, and so she was pretending to be the bird, and she's out in the yard flying and carrying on. And Bluey realizes, 
in that moment, the idea of there's nothing we can do about it. And she like let her heart be happy about the moment. Did I miss any specifics that we need to touch on in there? No. Nope. Well, as tough as some of the subject matter is in this episode, we're going to go ahead and go forward, and it's time for... Did we learn anything today? Amanda, what were we supposed to learn in this episode? That not everything goes like the way we want it. Not everything goes as planned. Sometimes we run into little bumps in the road, and we find a way to to deal with those little bumps with the help of our family. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Henry, did you have anything you want to add to that? Technically what mom said. Okay. Stella, you? What mom said. Okay. Well, I think your mom's right in that we can't control everything that happens. Sometimes all we can do is handle the situation once the outcome is there, whether we liked it or not. And it does. It takes understanding and patience with each other and with yourself when you're having a hard time with something like this. And also, I think it's important to note that it's okay to be sad. Being sad in a situation like this is totally normal. And having a big heart goes both ways. It lets in the happiness, and it also brings on sadness sometimes. But in the end, Bluey's prepared to relive the experience to try to work herself through it, and Bingo throws a wrench in things, and it really helps cheer Bluey up. There's the innocence of Bingo playing and having a good time. And I thought that that was really sweet, that Bingo made Bluey feel better completely unintentionally. She wasn't trying to. Just her natural exuberance and joy for life ended up letting Bluey have a smile on her face at the end. She didn't stop being sad about the thing that had happened, but she also realized that she could still be happy in this moment. And you can tell the way she said what she said and that looking at Bingo, like how much that touched her. But anyway, does anybody have any parting thoughts about this episode? It was good. Dealing with death is very difficult, whether it's a pet, a loved one. And I really thought the way the show handled this was sweet and gentle, but not unrealistic to the point that nothing bad ever happens. That would be an easy route to go in a show like this. But they tackled it head on in a way that was safe for everybody to have their feelings. I thought that was very commendable. I thought it was really good. Well, guys, listen. We think Bluey is awesome. And until next time, we are out of here. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.